Welcome to the Fine Sisterhood Podcast, Unspoken Truth, where we shine a light on the beautiful messiness of life. Hi everyone, thanks for tuning in. This is Anna and Maria from the Fine Sisterhood team. And we're here today with Phoebe Phillips, a polyamoring relationship coach. Hi Phoebe, thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. So, very first question for everyone, including myself. What is polyamory? Yes. So polyamory is uh, under the umbrella of ethical non-monogamy. Um, so it's the idea of having um, open relationships with more than one person simultaneously. And it means different things to different people. So some people will say polyamory is about having multiple committed relationships. Some people will mm. say it's not about the emotional commitment. It's about the sexual commitment. It just kind of all depends. But the idea behind it is that everyone knows what's going on. All of the partners are aware of each other. And no one's doing anything sneaky or, or lying at all. So what's the difference between that and an open relationship? For me, there is no difference. But okay. some people will say the difference is that an open relationship is more about um, having the ability to have as many sexual partners as you want. And polyamory is about the emotional connection between partners. Okay. For me, there's no difference. My partner is polyamorous and he has multiple committed relationships, but he can also occasionally have a fling with somebody. And it's not like it takes anything away from our relationship. Wow, I would be so jealous. I, I couldn't do it. I'm very, I'm oh. very possessive. Oh, so I'd be like, no. uh-uh, not up in here. Yeah, not I'd up be, in here. Turn around, leave. No. Here's the door. Wow, how do you not, do it? <laughs> it's definitely not for everybody. Um, so my journey into polyamory, and the, the reality is I call myself a monocorn. It's a word I made up because there wasn't one for what I am. Oh. I'm actually more of a monogamous person myself. I don't have more than one partner. I'm, I can if I want to. I went on a date yesterday. Eh, like, I'm not that interested. You went on a date with not your partner? With not my partner okay. yesterday. Once a year or so, I try. I just mm. go on a, a date or two and see, like, am I holding myself back because I'm afraid? Or do I really not want to date other people? And it turns out I just don't want to date other people. But um, my journey into this, it, it's, it's a little long. I'm going to condense it a bit. I've always understood the idea of ethical non-monogamy. When I was very young, um, I encountered my parents' infidelities. And in my young brain, I was like, well, if they both want to do it, why don't they just be honest about it and not get mad? Like, I was elementary school figuring this out. Then um, when I was in my 20s or so, I met the man who would become my husband, and he worked in the adult entertainment industry, so there were a lot of people in open relationships in the porn industry. So I was kind of exposed to this idea and went, okay, but as long as no one's lying to anybody, it all seems fine. And then my husband passed away about five years, almost six years ago, and uh, when I came back out into like the kink community, which is kind of where like home base was for me for a little while, Everybody was polyamorous. It seemed like it anyway. And I was like, well, if I want to date in this community, I better figure out how to be okay with this. So there were a couple false starts. A couple people I dated that were polyamorous in a way that wasn't compatible with what I wanted in a relationship. And I said, never again. I'm never dating a poly person again. And then I met this guy. <laughs> and he's, he does his polyamory. He manages his relationships in a way that works for me. I, his relationship in mine is special. It's unique. 
and the commitments he makes with me, he keeps. So his other relationships don't interfere with our relationships and my relationship with him doesn't interfere in his other relationships. Seems like a lot of work. I'm glad he does it. Not really sure why, but he makes it work and we're all really good friends. I was just there today um, at lunch before I came here um, at the restaurant that he owns with his partner and my other metamor who is the metamor is your partner's other partner also came by for lunch and we hung out and talked about things that we were looking at on Facebook and you know it's just one big happy family. I am so shocked right now. So we were all having lunch together like yeah. living your best life. Oh, how, how many partner how many do, do you call them? partners girlfriend how Part do you call them? He, he has partners right because okay. uh, uh, he has four currently. Three of us are women, and one of them is non-binary. So we don't like to say girlfriends because we don't all identify as girl. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so he has four partners. Um, I think two of them have other partners. And then I don't have any other partners, and I'm pretty sure one of the other ones also doesn't have any other partners right now. Wow. wow. <laughs> We're both <laughs> blown away here. So I have a question for you. So how is sex part of that relationship? Because oh. I always have to think, like, you have to be so careful. Because, again, yeah. you trust your partner, but what about the other partner, part, metaphormacy? Right. What is their name? The name of the other? Metamors. Metamors. Yeah. So that's kind of the decision that every couple kind of has to make within themselves. There are some... Uh, there's So I, I want to make sure I say this. The way that I do polyamory, the way my group does polyamory, isn't the way everybody does it. Gotcha. Right? So some people have rules. Some people will say, like, oh, you can only, like, not use condoms with me, but you have to use condoms with everybody else. Hmm. Um, we kind of function in a different way. It's everybody gets to decide what they want to do with their own life. So my partner and I choose to use condoms. Um in part because I am HSV positive, I have genital herpes, and I know he has other partners, and to minimize the risk to them, we're just, we just decided early on, we're just gonna use condoms every time and that's it. He has different barrier protocols with other partners, but that's really between the two of them, and all I need to know is if something has changed. If my risk increases because of a decision he's made, I just need the ability to say, that's okay with me, or, Nope, that's not okay with me. But that's not okay with me doesn't mean he has to change. It means I have to re, like, look at what my decisions are about my body. So the way we do it, and this is not the way that a lot of people do it, but many do. I guess it's kind of split. Um, everyone's kind of responsible for their own risk, and I don't force my needs on other people. I like the idea of being like responsible for what you want and what you need and like taking full responsibility. I think that's great in theory, in theory. <laughs> because in reality, I know I'm a very possessive person. I'm still mm -hmm. working on that. Um, but I've always struggled with being extremely jealous. Yeah. And it's interesting because I'm also very, um, how do you say, self-secure. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times people would say, 
well, you're jealous because of your own insecurities. And I'm like, oh, you don't know me. I'm not very insecure. That is not the point. It's more this possessiveness that I'm not proud of. However, I'm aware of that. And I know that for me, you know, jealousy is a big part of a relationship. And I, for me, it's already hard when someone has like a, you know, coworker that they get along with a lot and I can see them like laughing. And I'm like, is this laughing? Is this flirting? Where is the line? <laughs> Maria knows me. <laughs> yes. We have here the Latina teams that are like, okay. Oh, no. Nope. Mm -mm. Now you're in trouble. But I've always thought that it was very interesting, especially the concept of maybe one partner alone cannot fulfill all of your needs. Yeah, that's, right? that's a big part of it. And, you know, again, as a, as a person who I myself, I identify as monoamorous because I really only have space, time, interest in one person. Um, but I love the freedom it gives me to explore my own things. Like I have a podcast. I started coaching. I... I blog, I write, I do a bunch of things that are, I watch a lot of Star Trek. Um, <laughs> all of these things that are interest, like they're more interesting to me and I don't need my partner to be there all the time because I have other things in my life to fill it with. So can you explain to us a schedule? Like, is that a weird yeah. question? Yeah. No, I'm so, so curious. Scheduling <laughs> is a big deal in polyamory. <laughs> oh uh, most, like I had, I had a new client the other day and that was like, the biggest deal was about the scheduling. So it's really normal for polyamory, for polyamorists, I guess, uh, to have really full Google calendars with color codes and everything. We are lucky we don't have to do that. <laughs> the schedule is pretty stable. Um, he's usually with me on Tuesdays and Fridays. He's usually with uh, one of the other partners on Wednesdays and Saturdays. The other one um, that he works with full-time they own a business together so he sees her every day but Sunday is their like special like not working date time and then the fourth partner he sees every other Monday oh my god when does he have time exactly. for himself he doesn't okay um this is again this is personal his personal responsibility he he makes time for all of us I think occasionally and I think a, a couple at least one of my other metamors but probably most of us um, have told him, if you ever just need a day and you need to, like, cancel <laughs> to just go away and be by yourself, like, just let us know. Um, he hasn't really taken me up, I think, maybe once in four years that he's taken me up four on Four years. It's been four years. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. So does the sex drive, like, stay more alive because you, like, only have two days and then when you maybe. see each other, it's, like, super fun? It's, <laughs> it's pretty <Sexy> amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty amazing. So that could be part of it. And I was, you know, I told you I was married before and, and I would say the sex in my marriage was really great until it wasn't and then it didn't exist anymore. In the last three years of our marriage, there was no sex at all. So maybe it's that I only see him twice a week, so I've got all this time and energy to, like, excited to see him or maybe I'm just horny I don't know which <laughs> <laughs> is absolutely fine my yeah. next question for you will be um do you ever get jealous of the timing or that yeah. did it ever happen to you that you're like mm -mm. yeah there's things I so there's one of the things that people in in ethical non-monogamy talk about often the difference between jealousy and envy and so the quick definition that I use is that jealousy is I want what you have and I don't want you to have it anymore. And envy is I want what you have, but I don't want you to not have it anymore. 
So I feel envy a lot where it's like, oh, he's doing something with one of my metamors. I want to do that too. Doesn't mean I don't want them to do it. I just also want to do it. I feel that a lot. Ooh, something changed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it too. Yeah. <laughs> That's better. Um, but the uh, but the the jealousy part of it, I would say I don't feel jealousy as much. That's not to say that I've never felt it. Um, where I want something and I want it to be special between us and nobody else. Um, but I don't get it that much anymore. And and I. I actually can't think of any examples with this partner where I have felt that. I have felt that in other attempts at polyamory from before. And what I have found is that for me, jealousy is usually stronger when I'm feeling like I'm not getting what I need. But if I am getting what I need, then I don't really worry about what he's doing with other people. How would he feel if you would have sex with someone else? He'd be fine with it. He'd probably be relieved that he doesn't have to carry all that for me. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that when we first started dating because we had a lot of conversations about, you know, what are my issues with polyamory? What are my fears, my insecurities, my concerns? And after we got through all of that and he reassured me and with all of the different ways that I needed to be reassured. And I said to him, okay, so what are your concerns about me not being polyamorous. And he said that for him, it was the fear that one day he would not be enough for me. Mm. And I thought that was interesting because in a lot of the like polyamory support groups, it's the mono person who's saying, why am I not enough? But here was this poly person saying, I'm worried that one day I won't be enough for you. And that just kind of opened my eyes that he had things to be insecure and afraid of as well. Um, he would love it if I were, if I could find somebody else. He's very supportive when I go on dates. He's like excited for me. He is, he's, he's not a jealous guy. He's a really cool guy. He's all full up. Sorry. There's like no room in his schedule anymore, but he's really amazing. You are selling him. I'm like, oh, yes. I know. He's so great, but there's like, there's no more time. <laughs> so how do you tell someone on a date what's going on? Like relationship status wise? Like, what did you tell the guy yesterday? Oh, I was really honest with him. I, I mean, I met him through like one of the online dating profiles and it's on there. You know, I'm in a four year relationship. It's polyamorous. It's open. I'm I'm just checking to see what else is out there. He actually had a really hard time understanding. And and this was odd because I wouldn't have gone out with him if I had known, because when we had talked before going out, he said, oh, yeah, I have lots of friends who are polyamorous and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm open minded. I'm open to it. But then we were eating and he kept saying things like, well, your partner doesn't really love you if he can love other people. And I'm like, wait, did you not hear what we were? No, that's not right. <laughs> and so in that case, it sort of backfired because this guy didn't have a good understanding of what was going on. But I'm really open about it. I'm not, you know, it's the same way that I am with things like having genital herpes. I just don't, I'm not ashamed of the things that there's no shame associated with it. If people don't like it, they don't have to talk to me. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I like that. How do you tell like friends and family members? Like, how, yeah. how does that work? So, Co-workers. <laughs> yeah. So the so, funny story, when I when I started dating him, my partner, he, uh, you know, I was like, oh, I'm not I'm not going to get involved with the polyamorous person. We're just hanging out. Um, we were we were doing rope stuff because we met in the kink community. 
Um, and and but my mom could tell that I was like happy. <laughs> She's like, all right, who is he? Like, what's going on? You were on? having sex. I yeah. can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even there yet. I wasn't even there yet. But she was like, mm, who is he? You're happy. You're glowing. You're excited. Something's what what's his name? Right. And so I was like, oh, no, you don't like don't get excited about this. It's not like that. <laughs> I just kept trying to push her off and she kept pushing and pushing. And finally I said, you know, I don't want you to get too excited about this because it's an open relationship and he has another partner. He had two other partners at the time. And like, you know, it's this is just we're just dating like it's not serious. But over time, I was like, OK, mommy, it's serious. <laughs> this is a thing. So she had a lot of questions. Um, I asked her if I should tell my dad. She's like, oh, not yet. Like, let's just let's just wait and see if it works out or not. Then after, I don't know, about six months or so, and, and it was working out. And so she calls me one day and she says, I just want you to know I talked to Bobby already. And he knows. And we just want you to be happy. And as and you're an adult and you can make as long as, long as you're happy, we're happy. And I was like, oh, that's wonderful. Thank you so much. And they were like, great. Fast forward a month or two later. I was going to go visit with my grandmother and, you know, my dad called me afterwards to ask me, how was your visit with grandma? <laughs> and I said, oh, yeah, you know, we talked about a lot of things and work and this and life. And, you know, I told her about my partner and he's like, oh, yeah. And I said, like, yeah, I said, I didn't tell her everything. He's like, what do you mean? I said, I didn't tell her about the part where he's polyamorous and has other partners. And he goes, what? Uh-oh. <laughs> Yes. So I said, wait a minute, mommy told you that she told you all this already. He's like, I wasn't listening. I didn't know what she was saying. Oh, <laughs> typical so, man. I'm so sorry to be, this is not how I would have told you. I thought you already knew. So we had lunch, all three of us together a couple weeks later. And they asked me all the questions, everything that they were afraid of. And at like one point afterwards, you know, we were talking and my, my dad looks at my mom and he goes, do you think we ever could do that? And my mom just said, no. And then that was the end of the conversation. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> um, my brother also knows my brother, not at all. Like he wasn't phased by it. He's like, are you happy? Yeah. Everybody's, you know, nobody's lying. Nobody's lying. Okay. That's fine. Um, at where I used to work, cause now I'm self-employed, so nobody has to know, but where I used to work, almost everybody knew, and nobody really questioned it. Um, I used to run a charity gala every year, and my partner and his other partners would attend. So, yeah, it's I've not had too many people uh, react badly to it, but I also recognize that that's a function of my privilege. As uh, a reasonably attractive white person, people don't get mad at me for things that they maybe get mad at other people for. Yes. Oh, we need we need another podcast for that one. Yeah, that's a whole different conversation. We have so much to say about that. Ooh. Don't get us started, Sweet. Don't I, get us started. I, I do recognize that that's a function of my privilege. That people people won't come down on me for things that I know that they will come down on other people for. Well, thanks for acknowledging that. Yeah. Um, can I ask you if someone would, you know, they hear this podcast or somewhere else, and they're like, I'm really interested in exploring that. Um, are there specific apps for this or how there do you are. get started to enter that kind of community? I would suggest that anyone who's looking at, at getting more information about polyamory and learning more about it, start by reading a lot. There are books out there. Um, 
there are there are so many books out there that are like the quote unquote Bibles of polyamory. I personally haven't read any of them. <laughs> <laughs> you like my recommendation is to read the books. However, I didn't I read didn't a single read one <laughs> because I didn't feel like they were really talking to me mm -hmm. as someone who wasn't trying to be polyamorous. I was just trying to understand how to be in a relationship with a polyamorous person. So, you know, when they're trying to explain like how you do this and how you do that, I was like, yeah, I'm not doing any of that. So whatever. Mm -hmm. um, there are Facebook groups. There are lots of there's just a lot of resources out there. You can check meetup.com for a polyamory group in your area hmm, and get okay. to know people that way. But I highly recommend like the the people I know who have had the most success with these kinds of relationships are the ones that will admit that they did a lot of reading, like a year or so of reading before they actually tried it. Okay. Yeah. It's not <laughs> all about the sex and the fun. There's you know, think about all of all that goes into any one relationship that you're in, including the arguments and the fights and the, you know, who leave the toilet seat up or down and the money talks and all of that stuff. Multiply it by however many relationships you're in because it's not just about the sex. Yeah. Ooh, so we have the answer why Maria and I are probably <laughs> not going to explore gonna it. Happen. But it's never really say never. You never know. I'm open. So, yeah. <laughs> no, who knows? <laughs> Maria looks at me, she's like, yeah, that's not going to happen for you ever. Mm -hmm. But thank you so much. And thank you for our listeners for tuning in. And thank you, Phoebe. That was so interesting. Thank you for sharing your journey with us. Can you tell our listeners where they can find more about you, the name of your podcast, everything yes. that they want to know about you, please? Yes. So it's polyamoring. It's P-O-L-Y-A-M-M-E-R-I-N-G. And that's on all of the social media. So I'm on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and FetLife if you're into that sort of thing. Um, the website is polyamoring.blog. Um, and then if you go to the, the Facebook page, there um, there's a list of resources and that also lists all the Facebook groups that I'm a moderator of. So nice. Okay, so there's a lot of resources. Thank yeah. you so much. That is great. We're going to tag you also on all of the accounts so <laughs> people can find you easier. Thank you. Um, so for those of you who haven't already, you can download the Find Sisterhood app for free in the App Store and the Google Play Store all over the world. We have a lot of these kind of conversations happening there, which is why we invited Phoebe today for our podcast. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and give us a rating. Thank you so much. Have a great day, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs>